if I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words, I ain't here to flip no birds, or sit no serve, hope the future generations can get this urge, stay woke youngin', and avenge these nerds, uh. I'm back. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. We got the whole the squad with mean, us. Minus Tone, who is probably putting the kids to bed. He probably yeah. is. He He'll be in any second. What's up, what's up? How was everyone's Halloween? Relax, um, chill. I worked. I mean, is it, is it really Halloween? It's different when you're older. It's different when you're in a pandemic. Like, it's all, it's all Listen. weird now. I, I'm just upset because the Halloween plans were canceled. We're supposed to hang out with Tone and the fam. We were going to try to put together the whole um, Encanto ensemble. So we were thinking about doing Wait, it. Wait, were you guys, what were you guys going to be? Me, me and I, I, I think me and Jess had settled for like um, the aunt and uncle. Uh, oh my God. That would have been really good for you That would have been yeah. something Yo, to see. I, I really need that now. Like, I need that to happen so much. <laughs> it I'm here for perfect. it. Yeah, for those who don't know, yeah, so I got taken out by COVID last week. That was fun. Dude, guys, I'm, I, gla- I'm glad you're better because they yeah. hit you and Atlas. And I was like, dodging it. Like, I, I'm not trying to. I don't like bullets. Bro, like, Let literally, me knock I just on like, wood. Like, <laughs> I've been. Was, fam, yeah. listen. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to give a shout out last week, so I'll give it to this week um, to Rich Dresden and Stephanie Dresden, the lucky couple yes. who got married that weekend. Um, for those who don't know, yeah, he, they've been together. Dr- Rich has been a friend of the show. He hosts Dresden Media, and it's fun because, guys, look, I got made into a little character by Shadow Rabbit for his wedding. <laughs> Yo, I love that, man. Yo, he's been doing that Shadow goes, Rabbit. That's funny. Yeah, that go that, that, um, so many, many, many moons ago before when I was just the solo host, I used to do the stupid segment Poops and Giggles <laughs> at the very end. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because everybody who is now a co-host on the show has a vet who was a guest at one point. I remember Val making the trek to the apartment. Um, I remember Law coming out and it's just like, it's just funny where we have come from. When he gave me that, I was like, damn, I have not heard that in a while, Rich. Thank yeah. you for that little shout out. But yeah, <laughs> he's been a long time friend of the show, man. But um. Yeah, guys, I miss you guys. Damn, it's been a week. It's <laughs> it been has. a week. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, not nah, not for nothing. It actually, has like been a week. It has actually been a week. Yeah, yeah, it's been quite a bit. A lot in the news lately. Yeah, yo, we're, we're definitely going to cover a lot in the news. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot in the news. I mean, we so much to it. talk about. We got a great show tonight. I mean, we have a returning guest who's going to um, pretty much plug his Kickstarter in. He's been a guest on the show before. He's had a successful Kickstarter recruit. So we're going to have him on. Um, one guy who's like our resident uh guest host, he's on here too in the background, mm-hmm. chilling in the back. He has uh he's he's taking over Law's old nickname, the resident Snorlax, because that's the nickname we used to give nah, Law. Nah, <laughs> he's taking over as like I don't know. We gotta give him some Wikipedia wild ass name, like because good god, <laughs> like the Wikipedia master. Yo, for the real, master, yo, like, yes. it makes we me will. actually upset how like how much it's like convincing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like it's getting to the point now where, like, I think out of let's say he's done it twenty times at this point, like at least eighteen have been solid enough that we're all like, "No, he's you really he's didn't watch the show, like you, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't see that shit." He, so far, hey, so good. A big shout out for George for subbing in last week. We should have got Pong to sub in. You guys could have Wikipedia everything with Pong last week, but um, you guys held it down. You guys did a great job. The guests look, hey, they have fun. Again, it, it was I was sad because I didn't get to talk Game of Thrones with you guys, 
and get to butcher names because it was the last two great episodes and i was like oh shit i can't wait to talk it yo yeah but yeah, yeah it was like it was it was fun to watch in the background and fall asleep listening to everybody and i was like but you're back come you back hit yeah. us with those announcements sir yes yeah. i will thank Wait, you for the transitions how, how, how was i last week i went through my i went those through those announcements quick I'm, I'm just gonna give it to you that's all <laughs> uh, so i'm gonna burn through these announcements yeah real quick so first of all guys make sure you guys are checking out concrete combat on patreon.com bonate studios concrete combat actually um go into the presses now um george is actually going to be lettering chapter two part one because the pages are done for that um it is a webcomic that you can catch at my patreon next you can catch law on his switch channel wednesdays thursdays and saturdays on uh, sundays to, law will be updated that. yeah i'm updating that schedule as soon as i get like a nice groove with the new job and like see how i'm feeling and whatnot it's probably going to be sundays uh and thursdays are definite uh but they might be a little bit later we'll we'll figure that out also, too, um, shout out to Wayward Raven. Again, um, Concrete Combat is one of the stories featured in the yeah, new I anthology, mean. We Suck at Comics. It is where, already where at? It's on, um, about under 200 needed left to fully fund it. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, That's everybody. Awesome. It, was, it was a great pitch effort. Everybody got in, um, all the writers and artists. It was just blowing up. Um, got voted as uh, Kickstarters, one of their, the, the products there. So less than, um, less than 200 away from being fully funded and then push rewards. And I have a feeling it's going to get fully funded because Rhode Island Comic Con is this weekend. So if you guys are there, make sure you check out the Wayward Raven Table. Also, to check out the Medusa's Cascade podcast every Saturday, your favorite podcast oh app. Oh, my um, God. There's, there's so much coming. Like, y'all have no idea. So we finished the Inventus arc. We have the Tales of Bosco, Ty, and now their new green emerald dragon friend. Oh, man, it's fucking amazing. But not only are we hitting you with the recap episodes, the arc episodes at some point in the near future, Tommy just uh, told us, that new stuff is coming out very oh, yeah. soon. I'm, I'm super excited. Like, I'm so hyped for all the stuff that we got uh, going for you guys. Also, too, if you guys uh, know Morgan Quaid, he has a show. Um, I got to put the link there in the description. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a great show. Tommy's actually going to be on it. Um, and he does, like, a little fun D&D role play. Um, does, like, a little breakdown with the interview. It was fun getting to play uh, a marionette character in it. <laughs> so definitely got to put it up there. Um nor I believe it's no ordinary podcast. Uh, unnecessary. Uh, you know what? I'll put the link in the description, <laughs> guys. Also, check out our to, community. You was about to butcher it. I'm, was, I'm about to was, butcher it. Yeah, ready. sorry, Morgan. I was getting ready, but yeah, guys, check out the community because now we're being doing community posts now on our YouTube channel. I've been uh, we've been putting out surveys out there. So those who've been participating, thank you. You guys have been giving some great feedback on the YouTube community channel. So again, um, be posting a lot in the feeds. Um, definitely with the Kickstarters that are coming out today that we're advertising today, um, with our guest that's coming on and the way we're raving. So we'll put those on the community feed too, so you guys can continue to follow those. Uh, make sure you're also checking out Lou Sife's EP, The Motive. Um, it link is in the description. Go listen to it on any of your favorite podcast apps. Lou Sife is the creator of the Nerds at Around theme song. He makes grown um folk. Rap. That's what he does. And finally, our brothers on the internet. Catch the craze. You can catch them 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube every um, Wednesday night. So make sure you guys are tuning in to Catch the Craze. They are the favorite podcast of the indies. They're always doing their great to um, also celebrate the indies out there, indie creators and everything. So give them the love and the support Yo, that they the need. Comments today, they add it. They add it. I so wait, wait. Shit. You can't come on just yet. 
Like, like where's Tom? Hi, Michelle. Tom went across the hall. We never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Tom. <laughs> hey, it was so, it was so I appreciate. I appreciate the love, everybody. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, what's going on? We got next Rick week. I won't. Golden. Next week I won't be here though, so that'll be legit. You know, someone's we got Johnny. Oh, uh, <laughs> we, hey we got mad, mad people in the building. What's up? What's up? What's yeah, going we on? do. We do. Everybody wants to talk about this, but um, first things first. We have um, our guest host coming out. He is known as the Wizard of Wikipedia. Yo, like, honestly. <laughs> you know, from, that, you know what? I, I like that one. That I was like actually that. a good one. Good that's for you, Seabass. We just got to bring him in. Let's bring him in. He just gets one every once in a while. It's not that he doesn't get them all. Like, it's literally, he gets one, mm. and you have to wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, man. And he's time to refresh. What is up? What is up? What is up? What is up? Even, even a broken clock is right twice a day. So it's bound to happen well, at some point. Listen, we, we, we love you, Pong. Again, you, we always love having you on the show. You know it, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Look. Good to so, be here. The most beautiful bastard <laughs> on the net. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to drop this link now in the oh. um, comments there so that you guys can definitely check it out. Um, our next guest coming out, he's been a, he is a friend of the show. He's been a guest on the show before. <laughs> we got to talk about um, his Kickstarter before when he was doing Crit. Um, he is doing a new Kickstarter um, Crit Caffeinated Chaos, a D&D adventure story. We want to give it up for the returning one and only Chris. Oh, Chris. What's up? What's hey, up? Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for what's having me. What's up? What's up? How are you doing? <clears throat> Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Everybody um, doing well tonight? Oh, yeah. I got frogs stuck in my throat, <laughs> but I am happy it's Tuesday night. Or Yo, we got the whole squad in here today. Chris. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I want to congratulate on? you because you're on Push Reward City right now. Yeah. With your Kickstarter. It's amazing. You got nine days left, Push Rewards um, for Crit. Um, your goal was one hundred was fifteen hundred. Thirty-eight hundred. Again, congratulations yeah. on that. On your way to four thousand, bro. Um, tell us what we could expect this time from Crit because last time you came on, you told us about the chaos and everything. We loved it. You based it on your friends, the D D campaign of Heroes and Oda. So what can we expect with this one? Uh, well, I like to start every one of these interviews off with showing off something I'm really proud of. Uh, I created my own energy drink for this one. So, no oh, nice. shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to need that. Oh, yep. shit. It's a uh, limited edition. Uh, there's only eight cases of this. I think there's one of these left on the Kickstarter right now. So if the you back... is, do you want to drink it though? Like it's like, do you want to save it? <laughs> and you want to save it as like, like a collector's thing? Or do you want to drink it? And be well, like, you get 12 of them. I'm doing them by a case. So you Holy have shit, cases. that's awesome. So each case uh, I had I had custom sent to me. I worked on I worked on it for like about two months. And I I actually don't have a sense of taste, so I had to ask everyone around me what it tastes like. <laughs> and I got the, the two that stuck out to me the most were it tastes like a pixie stick and it tastes like Red Bull mixed with Rockstar Energy Drink. So Ooh. um yeah. My <laughs> it wife tastes uh, like darkness and despair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's supposed it's supposed to bring you from darkness and despair. It's actually called After Death. Um, wow, so, that's amazing. Yeah, oh, in man. the book they actually create their own coffee and energy drink brand, and one of the energy drinks they have is uh, Specters After Death. So, nice. um, when we were playing this three years ago, my idea was to always have it. And when we were going to this campaign, I just started doing my research, 
it's been about two months going back and forth trying to build this and yeah so i had them at baltimore comic-con i was not able to sell them because i got yelled at for that um, <laughs> so those aren't for sale they're gifts with the kickstarter <laughs> I, I, we've been right, around that that we, we know uh, a number of people who find a way around that. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> say you're, you, you just made it to the top three list of my favorite creators. One being Johnny C, who brews his own coffee based off his comic, Listen, Mark man. Frankel, who brews his own beer. Now I'm gonna, it's like, yo, I know that energy drink. I'm like, I got it. We're like, set it. now. <laughs> That's it. Like, <laughs> a bar, just a comic creator. I know, right? Um, <laughs> So the book's called Caffeinated Chaos, and I was going to try and do coffee. I couldn't find um, a, a design and a cost, a price point that I liked. So I actually, I reached out to my old record label uh, owner and was like, hey, I remember we had these energy drinks, and I really want to do this. He was like, oh, they're local. Let me give you their contact. And so I got in right the, the perfect time because they went up to like 20 cases after that, and I was like, well, I don't have a few grand to drop um so i got i got eight cases that like i said we got one of those tiers left that tier does come with a metal cover as well i'm doing aluminum print covers only oh, 10 okay. of them nice. um so you get the energy drinks i think you get aluminum cans you get aluminum covers you get you know <laughs> all the other covers in there as well and we have a dnd tier so uh you know people can play dnd with us you get your own custom die and die rollers and this book is uh, actually really important to me because it's the first book I'm taking on everything from the ground up. So I'm oh, wow. covering this one as well. Uh, I've been working for about two years now on my inks. And for the past year, I have been messing around with colors. I took some lessons last year and I was like, well, I'm going to start doing it. And uh, before I decided that I would do it in the book, I colored some pages and I sent them to a few of my team members. And they thought that my old colorist had done it. So I was like, well, I guess that's a good sign. So um, yeah. we're not losing any quality. And I get to actually do it all, which is really, really awesome. That's I, cool. I think that's a cool thing, too, because it's like, again, as a creator, you get to see every facet of the book being created. So it's like you under, you get to understand each and every working part in a comic. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, so you'll know, like, you know, when it comes down to, okay, like, a little here a little there and it, it, it creates a, a degree of respect because like um when you do it yourself you don't um there are people who don't really think how hard it is for like the ink or how hard it is for the like you know like the different things that go in there like even the letterer and all that but that's just awesome bro i mean this 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 book looks like it's definitely a testament to labor of love that you put together and um i know it, it spun off with a about a, a D, D game that you and your friends played and it's just mm -hmm. it's just awesome to see that how it's just spun out into this, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my friends tell me all the time. They're just like, you know, every every time we played D and D, everybody's always said how we wouldn't want to turn it into something, and I'm just the idiot that did it. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, we feel you on that, though. We're, we're we feel you on turning it into something else than just uh, some time around the table. Oh man, yeah. Uh, hey, what's up? I know that guy. Um, <laughs> I, I the what's what's been kind of interesting this time around is you know I have this is my seventh issue of the book and so I have six issues to look back on and I've never really done that I've always just kept looking forward and recently someone somebody asked me you know was I proud of the work that I did and I was like I haven't really looked at it you know I just do it and continue drawing and 
I was at Baltimore Comic Con this weekend, and I was able to kind of, you know, just network and talk to people about the book. And I picked it up and I said, you know, here's my trade paperback. And in the back of the trade paperback, I put the book that I never released because it, it's it's a web. It should be on webtoons. You know, it's not something you would charge someone for. I'm just being honest. You know? <laughs> it's the book my wife told me was not that great. So um, I'm able to look at that and then look at, you know, those pages you were just showing and say, wow, like, you know, in two years, I took myself from never doing any kind of artwork like this before to now doing pages and having people ask me like, Hey, how did you do that? It's like, I, don't, I just saw it and I just wanted to draw it. Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm really proud. Uh, this is the first time I've actually like looked back and been like, wow, I'm really proud of what I've done. I've built this, like some, like something really cool out of just us being dumb on a table. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we, it, it's, it's, it's uh what was it something dumb at a table we can talk about that it's 2020 we could do something dumb at a table <laughs> but it's like again it's it's wait, wait until it, the new episodes come out and you got to see what dumb shit we got up to this weekend but it's oh, like man. again i i commend you brother because um working on in, in in comics and everything i know that it's sometimes it's like it's not easy getting out there doing it doing it and it's like you've done what seven issues now mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've, that's I've lettered them all. I've also been part of now four other titles that I've uh, either edited or lettered or both. Um, I got my hands a little bit everything. <laughs> but guys, guys, please check out the Kickstarter. He is on push rewards. Get that be the one to get that last yeah. tier of energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> we um Indeed. Oh, two big things happened last week too. We got voted uh, we got ranked number two on cbr.com as the most uh, anticipated or most like like best indie book to read or something holy so, that's awesome congratulations that is huge uh, so that was really cool and then at baltimore comic-con as i'm sitting there at my my booth john Leguizamo just walks by and he's like you know a foot a foot away from me and uh, a buddy of mine uh, dan price from big fitness karate we were standing right next to each other and he's just like you know hey can we give you a book and i was like I love that guy. You know, he's uber nerd, you know, uh, comic book creator, actor. He's been in Spawn movie. Like, you know, he was in Mario Brothers or something. You know, I don't care what you say about it, but it's still cool. <laughs> and so uh, here I am just handing John Leguizano my book. And he's like, oh, thanks. And then uh, I posted it on Facebook. And today he's like liking my stuff. I was like, Jesus, that's, you know. Holy I shit. I was like a little love, kid, bro. you know. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That feels good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let, let, let let him know I've been sliding in his DMs trying to get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> my dad told me he met him a long time ago that they were just at a bar and he was there. My dad just sat there and talked to him. And he was just I, like, I've heard a stuff. lot of stories like like he's just in random spots. He's super chill and really nice, like a sweetheart. I yeah. feel like he gives off very like everyone's uncle vibes, and I love it. <laughs> he was just chilling, like he, he didn't he stopped. That was a big thing for me. I've I've seen a lot of famous people. I've met a lot of famous people, and I mean, I I, I shook hands with Arnold Schwarzenegger one day, and it was just like kind of a random like, oh, I'm in a line, and he's shaking hands. That's cool, but he didn't like stop and talk to anybody. Mm. Just continued on, and John like stopped and acknowledged us, and was like, and I'm tripping over my words because I I just watched like two of his movies recently, and I was like, oh, you know, you were my favorite part of Spawn. Like, just I read this interview recently where they said. He didn't want to have CGI bugs on it. He really wanted to like eat the bugs and he wanted vomiting. And I was really impressed. I was like, that's just like it goes to show like the commitment he has for the trade. Wait, those are real bugs? Yay. Yeah, yeah, those worms, <laughs> those are real. Uh, 
so now, like I, now I want to look yeah. back and see. Yeah, so I was like, he was violator, no? Yeah, he was, was violator. Yeah. yeah. Um, my wall right here is literally all Spawn. It's my biggest inspiration. Uh, Todd McFarland and, and Spawn, you know, since I was a kid. But uh, I, I was tripping over my words. I'm like, oh, yeah, my favorite uh, person in Spawn. And I meant, to, like, I was trying to bring up Romeo and Juliet because that's the only reason I even liked that movie was his character. And I was trying to say that, uh, like, you know, that movie, and I lost it because I'm just staring at him in the face. And I'm like, I could reach out and touch him. I was like that movie, and they had guns. He's like John Wick. I'm like sure that one. Like <laughs> he's, uh, he's Tibble, exactly right? Bob. He's Tibble, right? Yeah, he's yeah, Tibble. he is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's he was just so cool. So um, that was the, like aside from you know little kids coming up and checking out my book. That was like the highlight of my weekend right there. Like I, I didn't even have to sell anything, and I would have felt accomplished. <laughs> that's no, what, that's also one of the things I miss about cons is that just those moments and when people have those doesn't matter if you're like a fan or you're a creator there when you have those moments I'm glad you had that brother yeah. um, I know a lot of people are at Baltimore I I, we, I was almost there but you know again last week with the uh, sickness yeah, I, I had the plague uh, <laughs> that's why I can't too. taste two years later still can't taste anything oh, really? wow, yeah. Damn. yeah I'm on uh, 20 this is my 25th month without having any sense of taste that's wow. awful. Oh, man. How do you eat? Man, very bland and boring. Very, very sadly. <laughs> yeah. I can't it's recommend It's texture-based. So, like, if, like, certain foods, just you might like the taste, but they just feel weird in your mouth, and it's like, uh, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> like, fish is a real bad one because I like the taste of some fish, but the texture, like, just it's, it's weird. Um and like coffee tastes or smells like death. I can't. I can't put it in my mouth. It makes me want to vomit. Uh, tapioca, mm. pro or con? I haven't had tapioca, so I couldn't tell you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's one of those things that just like I I was glad that. It, it didn't take away our taste and didn't take our because um definitely the sense of smell was there because after you pick up dog shit a couple of times you definitely smell it so that, that I was like oh I still got my sense of smell thank you that's a good litmus test my friend <laughs> yep. in my house I'm always tasked with cleaning the litter box because I can't smell it so yeah. <laughs> oh, man. that's that's convenient yeah it's like well you can smell it so the thing is about my safety sandwich. Yeah. So the first time that I got COVID, I, I had gotten a subway earlier in the week and I had, I had kept it overnight, you know, and so I was going to like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll finish this tomorrow. And then the next day I woke up and I had, and, and I discovered I was, I was feeling really sick. I fit all the things and I went to grab the sandwich. It was like a garlic something, something from subway. And I smelled it. I couldn't smell it. I was like, all right, I'm going to leave this in the fridge. And when I can smell that again, I know I'm better. <laughs> I think I remember this story though. <laughs> About six days. Six days. Six days. Wow. <laughs> wow. When I opened the fridge, I was like, oh god, okay. Yeah, well that's good. All right. <laughs> to the trash. <laughs> Guys, we put <laughs> we put the link in the description. So make sure again, help him get those um get get that up there with the push rewards because Chris is really killing it. Um, with the Kickstarter, he is on there. Get those push rewards up. Help him get even more funding for this book because you know it does help to get that extra funding on Kickstarter because um, we want him to get to issue eight, nine, and ten and to keep on pushing out these books. Yeah. Um, and Chris, every you... every additional dollar just goes right back into the comic book. We got forty-two that are written, so I've got to you know <laughs> I've got to keep paying awesome cover artists and things to help. There out. you go. 
Listen, that's it, man. But Chris, we always love having you on the show. And you know, anytime you have a project, just send the link our way. We're gonna sh we'll share it. I'll play the commercial. Awesome. You know that. Uh, so this way, everybody can get out there. Cause I love playing commercials for Kickstarters. Those are fun. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. Uh, I I work in taxes, so after this one's done, I I have to shut everything. I, I'll you know shut. Down. Oh, we know it's 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 your season. It's your it's yeah. your season. <laughs> I tried it last year and. Uh, I, I almost went nuts just trying to balance both, you know. I, I did a con while in the middle of tax season, and I, I have 37 locations. Like, I have to, you know, if someone has a problem, I have to fix it. And I'm sitting there trying to pitch my book, and all of a sudden my phone's blowing up, and I'm like, I, I got to save this person's tax return. Give me a second. IRS is, like, mad at me. And I got, I'm, so I, I'm on my work computer talking to them, and I'm just, like, fixing all these different problems. And I was like, all right, I can't, I can't, because, you know, I feel bad, um, you know, if, if my attention yeah. is divided and say like that person who I, I'm trying to fix their problem, if they don't get my full attention and let's just say I, I have a number that's wrong, right? It's either going to hold them up or create a fine or something like that. So, you know, I, I, I just shut it down this year. I was like, I can't, I can't, you know, I'll do Instagram lives and things, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're here to support you too. When you're ready to come back, just send it all way. We, we got that support for you, man. If that's our support window. Next year is going to be big for us. I have a lot of stuff in the works. So once uh, tax season's over and I file that last one, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're joining us tonight with Pong to talk about. Uh, we wanted to do a Halloween episode this year. Uh, we figured, you know, day after Halloween, why not talk about Marvel's Werewolf by Night? Um, it came out. It was a great little one shot, guys, that, that happened. And it was very fun to me. So, I mean, um, this one will not sign it. We're going to let you lead, Pong. How did you feel about Werewolf by Night? Because you texted me and said, Werewolf by Night. We got to do it. We got to do it. We must do it the right <laughs> way. No. So, so, the, so, Werewolf by Night. I liked it quite a bit. Hey, now, wait a second, Rick. In the, in the chat, Rick's giving us grief for not being dressed up. I have a red light. That red light is normally blue. I have a red light now. Oh, well, I didn't I get could, the memo where we were supposed to dress on. up. Uh, I'm uh, dressed I mean, as a recovering patient who is recovering from a sickness over the last good. week. I'm just Ooh. as like this really cool person. Wow. <laughs> I'm I'm dressed as an employed person now. There you go. Look at you. I put red lights for you. I'm dressed as a W-2. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, my God. Have you filled out 1099 key? Actually, I went as a Primogen with my daughter last night because my wife was supposed to go. Do you know what a Primogen is? No. Okay. So, so I dated so she, one of those once. <laughs> <laughs> she plays Genshin Impact, and oh, uh, yeah, 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 we all know. <laughs> you have to say, so, um, it's a it's a it's a video game, and she oh, like, got the costume for one of those characters, and my wife was supposed to follow her around as the Primogen, but my wife really didn't feel well, so. I was like, well, give me the pink star. I'll run around. And uh, so we're going house to house. And her friends were all like, is your dad really going to follow us? She's like, yeah, I really want him to be there. So as they're running around, you know, the parents are like, so what are you supposed to be? I'm like, pure embarrassment. <laughs> 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 no, 
I love it. That's like, that's... Try to, yeah, try to explain that to adults that are, like, you know, my age. I'm like, uh, no, just embarrassment. That's all no, no, we know <laughs> private just we we know Genshin. That that we, we it made sense as soon as you said it, Genshin. Yeah. So, yeah. I had a whole bunch of little kids. Oh, that's a cool costume. I turn around like, hey, how are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was oh, a lot of fun. She, she had a blast. So that's all that matters, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I man. wasn't. I wasn't fast enough to Google uh, uh, Genshin Impact. So sorry, I can't weigh in on that one. <laughs> Rick, Rick wants the pictures. Where are the pictures? <laughs> I actually have one on my. I put one on my Facebook. Um, uh, yeah, we only have like one. The rest of them is me taking pictures of her. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it was it was pretty interesting. <laughs> Little kids like. They were uh there was a video of little kids just like bowing down to this like star thing and i was like i really hope this doesn't happen but there were a few kids <laughs> like can i get a picture with you i was like sure <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like is mom and dad cool with this i have a kid my kids over there that's yeah. mine <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, i'm not that's, that's weirdo yep. right yeah you gotta, you gotta do what you do man I, I go i go to you go to playgrounds and like i see a kid come by and i'm like i don't see that one <laughs> <laughs> like my wife will get swarmed by kids and i start stepping away like homer simpson i'm like i'm good nope, nope. that's all you babe i'm always yeah. like too young and i'm like that's just my niece and nephew i promise like i'm not the dad like I'm way too young. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> not I, sir. So I, uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Man. So werewolf by night. So, <laughs> 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 oh. yeah, you guys are kind of going down a weird hole there. Let's go. All right. <laughs> hey, I just... werewolf by night. Yeah. Werewolf by Listen, night. Yes. Here we go. Thirty no minutes one, in. Let's do if it. No one turned this car around. Val's <laughs> going to be the one to do it. I'm definitely going to. All righty. Yeah. So I just saw it last. This, like an hour ago because <laughs> I was procrastinating but um, I thought it was actually very good I was surprised really I was good. not I did not have any expectations honestly so I was surprised at how well I it was done but um, I know we were starting with Pong's opinion you know go ahead Pong you can so, take so, it away <laughs> so okay I grew up in a weird household we can go into more into that if you like later on but um, I didn't really, I've never been into spooky, scary, anything, right? When you originally were like, yeah, we'll bring you in for the for the Halloween show. I was like, you have got the wrong guy, but you brought me here for Lord of the Rings and I pulled that off. So, okay. <laughs> but, but I was like, but, but so then I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, well, you know, be, before we'd even talked about doing the show, but, but I watched it a while ago and I was like, son of a gun. That was a horror movie that I actually liked. That was really good. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I liked it quite a bit. And I think that this is kind of their tester, like them testing the waters to see what gory can look like in the MCU, right? Because they're, and we'll probably get into the black and white bits later on, but, but because they shot in black and white, they could get away with so much more than they mm -hmm. normally would. Mm -hmm. I mean, people were getting their throat cut and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that so like scene. Oh, so yeah. good. The so scene where you good. see the flashing light and the gate dropping down in the background, that mm -hmm. was done so well visually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. The only thing I didn't like is the guy just standing in the corner, <laughs> like trying to figure <laughs> out what he's doing himself. But it was done very well. Did you notice the guy that just, just decided to drop his, his shock stick? Mm -hmm. It's just like, no. uh, I don't know. Yeah. He just like, threw it on the ground. I don't know he's if that like, was I'm, like I'm, pacing. I'm out. 
<laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> I'm good. Right, I, I did good. not notice that one. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I think that's what they're doing. Is it testing the waters mm-hmm. first for like Blade and Mephisto? I, mean, I, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if the rumors are true, but apparently the Blade production is all kinds of screwy. Oh yeah. no. It's all kind of effed. So, what? well, Feige had. was like, "Screw that shit, do it over." I don't like what the fuck you guys are doing, and I trust in Feige. I mean, yeah. Chris, what was your thoughts on uh, on? I World didn't. I never read anything comic books. Um, my hopes were like you just said that it was going to usher in, um, you know, more adult themed content. Uh, you know, it superheroes are fun but I do like the darker side of things and mm. to kind of mix it up. I feel like we've gotten a lot of the lighthearted stuff. Let's see some of this dark stuff that we can do. Um, Cause Disney can do it. I just want to see, see what they can do with a Marvel property. Um, I like a lot of the Easter eggs. Uh, Man thing is, you know, awesome. I, I you know, that was as cool. a, yeah, like, you know, you have swamp thing, man thing there, you know, it, each, each thing. one has their own things. Um, it, that, that one was really good for me. I, I liked that. I, I liked being in black and white because I'm not a big fan of black and white, but I thought that, hey, if they're going to do something dark, let's see it in black and white. I recently started getting into like some black and white horror comics, so it, it prepped me for that. Um, I was I was impressed. I also went in with like zero expectation, mm-hmm. which I think helped. I think one of the, uh, the things we face a lot of times with these, with these properties are we grew up with them. We have these big expectations that that will never be met, sadly. So I think it helped that I had zero expectation going in. So I was pleasantly surprised. Um, most of the time, if I'm bored by it, it's like it's background noise. But I kept finding myself like when I was at work, pause that, rewind. What just happened? Oh, I got to see that. That was co- oh, that was cool. Um, so th- that that's when I know I like it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but like I said, for especially with black and white, they did a really good job of showing us what can happen. And I'm hoping that with some of the stuff they dropped, that we can see some of the elements, at least within like uh, Midnight Suns and you know some of the darker side of Marvel that we haven't really been able to see. Well, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the fact that we got Bloodstone introduced, she, she definitely comes back a lot in the comics. Um, and the fact that we have Man Thing that was introduced, which I'm glad you brought up, because Man Thing um, is one of the many Nexus being characters in the Marvel universe and can connect to multiple realities. Which um, he's been on adventures with Howard the Duck. He's been, um, he's also been, uh, yeah, which will be fun. Get Seth uh, Green right there. Um, oh, he yeah. has been um, on one of the monster teams in Marvel when Marvel mm. did a whole monster team. Um, so he, the bad thing's been involved in a lot of stuff in Marvel and, and, and a lot of people really liked the man thing character. I thought he was really well done with that and then showcasing his power because it's like, you know, he makes you burn. Yes. That's what we can't wait for. They also gave me very, um, Groot and Rocket dynamic with being able to understand him with Jack and Ted. I thought that was very good at the very end. Um. Like, I had no idea what Man Thing was saying, but you kind of got the concept. <clears throat> I think they did very well with how they introduced him into MCU and with what they gave us. Uh, again, like, Claire, you know, Chris, I, I had no expectations. I honestly did not understand why we were even doing it. I was like, why are we giving getting this? It, I don't get it. Until I watched it and I was like, oh, okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's- I really liked how it wasn't connected 
And I think mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. a, a lot of the problems I've had is where are we going? You know, mm -hmm. because they, they keep this interconnected universe having something that's still a Marvel property, but not like this is going to show up somewhere else. You know, just mm -hmm. knowing that it was like this entity of its own and you could enjoy it for what it was and not. And yeah, Man-Thing can, you know, clearly he can exist wherever he wants in the MCU. But it was nice not sitting there trying to figure out where that fits, you know, mm -hmm. um, with with all the Very movies much. they have, especially with uh, like the Eternals. That's that's how you're like, where is this big hand coming out of Earth going to happen? You know, mm. and so like you're always like me. I, I I'm like I'm the guy that after I watch something, I literally go to the Wikipedia and I go to the IMBD and I try to find out everything about it and see how it connects to everything. And this, I was like, well, this is cool. Like I don't have to worry about how this is going to affect my other movies. I can just enjoy this for what it is. Yeah, I think what, so here's what how we're... I think this is going to affect all the other movies. I think it's going to... Hopefully it makes them better. <laughs> it, it actually, it, it does help to make... Because like if you remember with the... Com like If anybody remembers with the comics, the comics did have a lot of their one-shots. It didn't have to do with the whole overarching story that was happening in the big Marvel universe. Like when we had like the team-ups. Like She-Hulk felt like a whole team-up show. And it did, mm -hmm. it, it did address the hand too from Eternals and She-Hulk, which was pretty Thank cool. Thank God. Finally. Um, finally a show that addressed it but um no it was really cool because it's like you know you're right it it, it, it it lends a lot more to the mcu because it's not connected to the whole bigger story where it's like you get to have fun with it i think that's mm -hmm. something that we're probably going to see with these marvel special presentations where it's like it doesn't have to do anything with the overall story it's just go in there we're having fun with these characters let's go and just have fun with it. I'm glad somebody brought up the universal thing because I was super bummed when they canned their monster universe, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. They have some really cool monsters in there. I think, you know, Marvel kind of touched on like that. Like they really filled that void for a little bit of like the monster stuff because we just don't get enough good, you know, the mummy, the last mummy was absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so so it was nice to see them use monsters in a way that was, you know, it was fulfilling. I, I guess that, that's like a good word to use for it. Just it, it was fulfilling. A lot of the stuff that comes out right now makes me like either not enjoy it because it's boring or like where else are we going with this? So, of course, I was looking for where, where else we were going with this when I rewatched it today. And that, this part isn't a joke. And, but when when they were in the crypt, when they get when uh, uh, they get locked in, you know, when Elsa and what's the name get locked in the in the crypt, and I, at, first, at first I was just like, you know, I don't understand why her sister doesn't come up and just say, "Do you want to build a snowman?" Anyway, oh so the uh, <laughs> what? That was ridiculous. That was okay. Stupid. Her name is Elsa. You see, her name is Elsa. I get it. I forward. get it. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> we move forward. No, seriously. So what I was doing, I was looking at uh, all of the coffins. If you notice, on the end of them were dates. I did not see a date past 1990. So this story at least takes place in modern-ish day, like possibly mm. around Miss Marvel time. Here's another thing I noticed. Okay. I don't know why I noticed this, but I noticed this. <clears throat> you remember the little hand uh, crossbow shooty thingy? Right? Yep. Well, when she takes it off, uh, let's see, she takes it off the arm, I think it is, at the very end. Mm -hmm. You know what attached it? Velcro. Mm -hmm. That puts the date sometime after the 80s as well. So between that yeah. and uh, uh, between <laughs> that and the uh, and the stuff in the crypt, 
uh, I would say that we're soundly into the 90s. I, well, especially with the amount of dust on everything, late 90s, early 2000s. So I don't know if it's present day. This is why we keep you around, Pong. I, I do what I can. I do what I can. Uh, Look so, up, idiot but, wizard. No, no, no. No, 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 no I'm messing with you, Pong. I'm messing with you. I have also, you yes, you did bring up Universal. Props are yeah. about like Aniva. Yeah, Aniva. Like everyone's been in chat today. Love you guys. Love you guys. What's up? <laughs> oh, there was yeah. once talk. There was a Norman movie is. that I'm. It brought me back to the. I don't. I don't recall the name Ooh. of it, but it was. It's an older movie. They're hunting down a werewolf, thinking that was the big bad. They made silver bullets. Come to find out, it wasn't actually the werewolf. It was the vampire that was the issue. Does any? I, no. Never mind. Okay. Modern day. It's it's hmm. old, it's very it's much older. Yeah, I, I think Norman Reedus at one point was was it, it was rumored he was attached to Ghost Rider at one point, but I don't think that went through. But to Val's point, I do not know it. Uh, how old is that movie? I I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna Google it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta I, look it up. I, I look for it. like so. I grew up on like Edgar Allan Poe. I grew up on Vincent Price. So all of this like when I watched it, I like just gave me so much nostalgia of like the time and the era. And I was just like, all right, I'm here for it. Let's see what happens. And they did it justice to like those kind of like movies, those kind of uh, pieces. Uh, you love a good, you love a good like uh, house on haunted Hill, that kind of thing. Uh, I will say like, we got a lot of horror from uh, multiverse of madness, but I think, this introduces the monster or at least more monstrous aspect because we got monster aspects of like Doctor Strange as a zombie and Wanda just going off the deep end, that kind of thing. But I think this is a good way to introduce like those characters like Frankenstein and, and all these other guys uh, down the line. And I think this was really good. Like I have no complaints. It was one of those quick, solid, you kind of more or less saw where it was going, but hit all the notes that it was supposed to and it was in out and clean it was really good i had a good time watching it true fact the punisher was once a hitman for heaven true fact um the punisher was also once frankenstein in the marvel comics yes he was that part i do know yeah it sounds like a what if was that a no what if? it was it was actual true facts where frank cat like they were just this is when Marvel didn't know what to do with Frank Castle. Um, they had killed him off at one point, and he came back. He had, like, these guns. He was hunting. Like, they were just doing some stuff with him, and then all of a sudden, Frank's back alive. Not not a hitman for heaven anymore. Then there Frank was... Frank Punisher? Uh, Hold on. Yeah, and then Frank and Punisher was a really crazy one. Frank and Punisher? Gosling. Yeah, yeah Frank and Punisher. Yeah, really. Frank and Castle. Castle. I can see Gosling being the, uh, the uh, uh, Ghost Rider. Gosling? Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Ryan Gosling. I think gonna, that's, what, that's what Rick They need about. to do Ghost Rider right. That's the yeah. thing. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of these these characters are talking about bringing in. They really need to do them justice because, you know, we've we've been waiting 30 years, not 20 years, whatever, since the last one, uh, the last good uh, Marvel run. I want to see them do it right. Uh, that and, I mean, I really, I really hope they do Fantastic Four. Justice and Ghost Rider; those are two really? that I. Like. I don't think they're gonna do it. Uh, which one? 
No, the comic, did, right? Is that the comic? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was the comic because uh, he's too small and wimpy. Honestly, no, no, it reminded me of the old school Universal Wolfman. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, they're going. I feel like they're going for that. The best wolf, like werewolf I've ever seen, and I will say it so like my face turns blue, was always um, the Van Helsing with um, with Hugh Jackman. That oh, werewolf that was, good. was so fucking good. And I yeah. base every werewolf I see in cinema off of that. I'm like, can we get that? Like the transformation, everything where his skin's just fucking ripping That's off. That's a good one, but that. the uh, American werewolf in Paris has a good werewolf transformation scene. Yes. Oh yeah. I would give it I'll <laughs> give it that for practical effects. For practical that, effects. Yeah, it's so absolutely. Good. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, a quick uh picture of Frank and Punisher. Um, oh, and it didn't pop up. So that's what he looked like in Marvel mm-hmm. Comics when he was uh, wow. Frank cool. Castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, the whole story was that Frank, I think he got torn up by somebody and then they put his limbs together back. I, I think it was like, again, Marvel was pushing um, the whole um, man thing was part of a team. And the like, S.H.I.E.L.D. had like their horror uh, team going after, uh, doing special ops for them and all that. So you can imagine it's, you have like a vampires. Like and Dark, like, no? yeah. yeah, it was like, it was definitely their version of Justice League Dark, and it was like they were like spec ops monsters. That's what it was. It's like it the Wolfman and everybody, like with body armor and Kevlar going in there and taking out um, AIM agents and Hydra agents. So I was like, oh, this is a bloody good time. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was Frankencastle. It was just, it was weird. It was a weird port. Let's not forget Marvel made Captain America a werewolf. Yes, they did. Marvel has done a lot with their character. They made uh, Storm a, a vampire. Um, Dracula at one point, where Dracula does exist in the MCU. Jubilee is a vamp- was a vampire. Jubilee, it was just, I think had, she still is. I think, yeah, I think she what? still is. Yeah. yeah, Jubilee became a vampire. Jubilee is a vampire now. After after uh, Wanda's curse, No More Mutants, she lost her mutant powers. And she also ended up getting a kid, Shogo, I think his name is, and he transforms into a dragon. But that's beside the point. Jubilee's a vampire. I don't know if she still is in the storyline. But yeah. Okay, that's news yeah. to me. Jubilee became a vampire. Um, no, but it's gonna be interesting if they, because um, Deadpool, what was it? Deadpool um, had a whole issue with Dracula, cause uh, what was it? He took Dracula's girl or something like that. I think it was. It was something. It was. It would be surprised. Would yeah. not be surprised. So, which would be interesting. Again, um, these are just fun things, like fun ideas, if they ever want to throw it out there. But yeah, Dracula. Yes, because werewolves are the superior monster. <clears throat> I love werewolves. Yeah, I mean, guys. If you haven't watched, you know, Teen Wolf MTV show, it's a sleeper. So good. Yo, <laughs> yeah, like, they're coming out with a movie and um, it's going to be great. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And for those that are joining us right now, just to let you know, we got Chris on the show. Chris Charloff, he has his uh, Kickstarter that's out, Crit. So I've been dropping the, the link in the um, comments there. So make sure you guys go out there and support. But um, <clears throat> what is next on the news? We well, got Tone. Did you give your two cents? I don't remember oh, if you gave your two cents on. Uh... Uh, for, I was thinking. I'm looking at all these other Wolfman things. Because <laughs> right. uh, Bao oh. mentioned the Benicio del Toro movie from 2010. I was like, that was a good movie. That was actually fairly violent, um, which is kind of what I want in my monster movies. Um, no, Werewolf by Night. I I was really digging it. I loved how like you 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 turn it on and it turns to black and white and it feels like you're watching a film out in the '90s and you get the scratches in the screen mm-hmm. and you just you you get Those, right like, into cinema pops. yeah yeah and yeah the the cigarette burns like you saw mm-hmm. the cigarette burns and all that um, but like you get really right into into the world of it as they're walking as you go as you watch Jack Russell kind of walk through it all and 
I was I was in I was into it from from the jump. I love the black. How black soon did you pick up that that Jack was? I had wasn't... a feeling it was him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like you know I think when he said thing... his, I think I think when he said his name was Jack is when I realized because I didn't know anything really mm-hmm. about the show. I didn't know what to expect. But when he told to sit her Elsa his name, and I was like, oh, he's the werewolf. Okay, so I knew where it was going. But, yeah, um, I knew he was the werewolf. I, I mean, think he had, it, like the tattoos and everything. Like I just like, yeah, he's the like I didn't know if they were going more like a native route or something because of the tattoos. Mm. So that's kind of why I was kind of leaning in it being. It being I had a sense uh, because yeah. of when he said, "Yeah, I fought him a few times," and then he didn't like say anything about his kills, and I was just like, "Hmm, hmm. okay." I was like, if the werewolf isn't the thing that they're hunting, he's the werewolf. Easy. Yeah, I figured they weren't. I, I, at first, I was like, are they hunting the werewolf? And then I was like, no. And like, are they tricking him to go? And then like, no, it's something else. And then it's like, oh, it's it's man thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but what is like a solid 45, 50 minute piece. I was. His name I, I, was Jack. Yeah. No, his name was not Jack Russell. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's Jack Russell. Jack Russell. <laughs> oh Jack my Russell. god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the that's comic accurate. Jack Russell. That's yeah. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I want more. I want more of this, and I think mm-hmm. it added a new circle of Marvel for us to kind of pick and choose from. Is this the world that we're going to see Blade interact with? Is this the world mm-hmm. we're going to see the Black Knight interact with? Um, just to kind of, even if it's not, you know, a multiversal saga thing, maybe Phase, you know, Phase Seven, wherever the hell we're going to go, we'll get more into it. Um, ah, I didn't pick up on that. Oh, I didn't catch mm. that either. Did, did you guys see the notice at the very beginning where it had the special presentation? That's what ABC. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like modeled after what ABC used to do back in the back in the way back, or when they were going to play like Charlie Brown Christmas or whatever. It had the <laughs> you know the multiple colored special presentation that would sweep mm. around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like very very like it was it was kind mm. of funny. It was kind of like you were watching a movie from the '40s in the '90s. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to get that we're going to get that same uh special presentation when Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday special drops and I can't wait to see that. That. MCU Kevin Bacon. The Yo, Kevin Bacon thing the, was like, "Oh my god." This is hilarious. I laughed so hard. I could not yeah. believe I, I was like, "Let's get him a gift." And the fact they show up at Kevin Bacon's door was oh, that was great. I think and that's the, it's Drax yeah. and Mantis, which is like the best pairing to do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because they're both idiots. The, the, so the only <laughs> other one would have been would have been Rocket, and Rocket would have been terrible for it. it was like, right. Oh God. You were like, get in. Was like, what? No, what? What, what are you doing? Yeah. You guys give me one minute. I'll be right back. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That 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 trailer was actually very very entertaining. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm I'm ready for it because it's like it. They've been talking about this Guardian in the Galaxy uh, holiday special for a minute now. This the is James, one the part one of the James Gunn swan song. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> James so, Gunn right. is ready. Per, your perfect segue because I'm gonna segue right now. Okay, the fact that James Gunn is taking over the DCEU, I'm not, not DCEU I'm, anymore. It's whatever the fuck that it is. <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, awesome. But I'm like, no, I'm not for it. I'm like, don't do it. No, no, I, no. I, I swear to God, honest, you're going to talk about TD this shit. And I'm not going to be here I'm, for right, it. Right. I, I don't mind maybe a couple movies. I just can't see him running the show like a Feige. You know what I mean? He, the thing is, is that it's not solely gun. He's co-CEO. 
that's one thing. So there's there's someone there. To a, possibly, it's him, it's yeah. him and a producer. I forgot. So there's that. someone to possibly help. Give Ray, me Ray Matt Reeves idea. or nothing. <laughs> like, um, that's gonna I, be my. No, I don't right want now. Matt Reeves running DC. I need him to finish continuing I mean, the Batman. Movie. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you're right. Like then when he, then you're when not he, wrong. But listen, like, I still want like. Listen, that's the obviously, fact, the, listen, look. I think I think James Gunn. Because James, look, whatever you feel about James Gunn and his past works or whatever now or his oh Suicide God, Squad or whatever. But he was able to take, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and turn it into a household name. And he was yeah, involved man. in what they were doing with Endgame. I mean, at this look point. What he did with Peacemaker. And what he did yeah. with Peacemaker. Like at this point, like his. You already know uh, how I feel about Peacemaker. You love Peacemaker. So you, you, it's okay. It's Peacemaker okay. was great. It was good. I don't, Peacemaker great. was, it was good. great. It was okay. Yeah, Not great. Was, I don't know it about was great. great. Everybody it wanted Gun to fail because everybody's like, why are you making this a show? And it yeah. was. I would say Suicide Squad wasn't like my favorite of just, mm -hmm. and I just, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't really care Not for good. it. Right. But I think James Gunn at the helm of DC. I think it could be it. It's a net positive. It is a I net so. positive, and I think it will. We can look forward to seeing what they're doing. I don't know if they're starting from the ground up with Peacemaker or or Black Adam or whatever, whatever bold the statements, hell, bold statements. whatever the hell that we're doing. But I can't. What I can't, best thing ever? Whoa, I can't, that's I can't, a whole lot. Rick. <laughs> I can't. Lot. I can't bold find it. I can't find it as a negative. Right. Yeah. I think I think we can look yeah. forward to the things that he's going to be producing. And if they give him full reign. I mean, sure, I think Warner Brothers is all fucked up anyway. And yeah, because if <laughs> I mean, I want to I want to second it, because like if you really think about well, opening scene, I guess. Look at look at the leadership that was at Warner Brothers with DCEU in the beginning. And look at all like they they really were trying to rush everything. And the fact is, is that James Gunn is someone who they've been trying to pull to do a lot of DC work when they finally got him. He did great stuff for them. Now it's like mm -hmm. they want him to be the head of it, um, along with, um, again, as one of the co-CEOs. And he's already gotten Feige's blessing. And it's funny because Kevin Feige and James Gunn would be the two that would actually broker in a Marvel versus DC movie. Because of the yeah. fact that I think that they what? both that's speculation. No, that that's speculation, but the fact is that those would be the two to do it. And the fact that The Rock has even said that he would love to do something like that, which when we <laughs> get to that, George, that's so, not the truth. Yes, Cavill. We're yes. gonna get to that. We're gonna get so, to that though. Well, well, so, I'm with George yeah. on the beginning. I definitely think he <clears throat> might like my TD this, and I'm like, uh yeah, I but, do agree but, with that. But yeah, the Cavill stuff we got we gotta like, we, like I don't so again, again I yeah. do not need the DC universe to be dark. I need it to be as good, if not better, than the animated shit that we've got. Because it's not yeah. going to be better. It's not going to be better. It don't ever be better. You look, dude. You hold the animated. Most of us, most of us do hold the animated works of DC to such a high pedestal of just superhero content. Animated the the live action movies are never going to top that. They're never. If we're talking like you're, you're, you're talking you're, like uh, Kevin like, Conroy as Batman. Yeah, like that, Justice that Justice League 90s, Unlimited, yeah. Justice mm -hmm. League. Uh, you know, like the the movie, Under the, the ad, animation, yeah. the animation adaptations of these comics. They're not going to be as better because the what you can do with animation and adaptations and just just going for it and literally taking lines and putting it on and it being like forty five to fifty minutes and being solid, can't do that. 
So here's how you know. That's why I was like Matt. Red, oh, ahead, that's why I was like Matt Reeves. Why do you keep telling me that I can't have things that I want? I'm not saying that. Just dude, no, I know it is. You. Exactly I've known, what you're I've telling known, me right I've now. known you for long enough to know <laughs> that you hold, you hold those animations to such a pedestal. Absolutely. It's not going to beat it. And if you don't, you're wrong. It's not going to beat it. And I've I've, already, <laughs> I've I've accepted that they're not going to beat the the animated stuff. I kind to me the bar was set with Matt Reeves' Batman. Yeah. That's the bar. Yeah, I, honestly, that's the absolutely. fucking bar for for, li- for live action. <laughs> that is that is the bar. Absolutely. So I that mean, I, thing with, with Pattinson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you so get Mephisto, you're gonna like well, it. We got people going on saying stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. Jesus Christ! All right. When so, did, go ahead, Paul. When did Arnie Boss say that Black Adam was a DC animation? I'm missing that. Here's how it'll succeed, and here's how it'll fail. Hmm. If the uh, Okay, well, I, I have this big project going on at work. And, and one of the things that I would ask people, you know, mentors and stuff like that, I was like, okay, it, I feel like we're outside of the dragon's lair, right? And before us are all of the knights who died fighting the, the, the dragon, right? I feel as though <clears throat> James Gunn is going to slay the dragon, is uh, going to attempt at least to slay the dragon of, the, of making the DCEU good, right? And as a part of that, I am sure that he has examined all the knights in the hallway and has found that the that probably what most likely caused their death was death by committee. Different people in high up places being like, no, we need to make a, a this character. We need to make that character. We need you to do this. We need you to tell this story <laughs> and that story and get these two things together, blah, 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 right? So where I'm going with all this is I am sure that that James Gunn has seen that happen. <laughs> oh my god! Uh huh. Uh huh. See, that's what I get for giving out the giving out the oh, URL on my stream. I see oh you. Oh my see god, you. that's great. So, <laughs> he does indeed have layers, uh, like a like an onion. But he is. Uh, but but what I'm saying is he's done this before. He has, uh, and and I'm positive that he has said, okay, look, I'll come over there, I'll straighten your stuff out, but I have creative control. It's not going to work if I don't. If he did that, then I think it's going to work fine because just like somebody in the in the chat said earlier, he did what was it, uh, Slither? Slither. Yeah, James Slither. Yeah. Slither. He's done violent stuff before, right? It's not all jokes, right? So I think Sorry. that. Um, good. That if he does have all of that in uh, in place, donkey. But uh, <laughs> if he does have all of that in place, uh, that uh, there's going to be that I think it's going to be great for the DCU in in general. Now, if he did not, if he was if it was just at the time when all that crap came out on on Twitter that had already come out ten years prior, right? If that's the case, and he and, and he was just like, yeah, I don't know, I need to do another job. MCU uh, Marvel's going to can me and did not get that kind of authority, then we might have a bad time. I will also say, and uh, Variant Comics brought, brought brought this up, that there's literally only three ways that the DC like, can do anything right now. Is Flashpoint reset, mm-hmm. abandon everything, or try to salvage what they can. And it feels like they're trying to do all three. It honestly feels like Aren't they're they still re- going with the Flash movie and they're just going to recast? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know it, it's it, in limbo. It's in I, limbo thanks to Ezra's dumbass and whatever they decided to do with Batgirl now. And now the only thing they had going good was Shazam. 
the Batman movie and now Black Adam was which was pretty good. Um yeah. And none of it com- none of it is combined, none of it is in the same I don't it just We we don't um Chris, you just walked in on this one. So yeah. we were talking about how James Gunn is now one of the co CEOs of the DCU. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see what how you want to weigh in on that one. Um so so again, I've I've talked to a few people about my my thoughts. I love James Gunn's movies, but the okay. movies that James Gunn has done really lend to his style of storytelling. There isn't there another guy that's partnered with him though. I didn't recognize. Yeah, him. it's yeah. he's a producer. So my concern is the same thing that's kind of burning me out with the Marvel universe is just the comment, the comedy injection and in everything. That's what um, I was just saying. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Peacemaker, hands down, freaking awesome. Loved it. Um, Suicide Squad, loved it. But both of those titles, Peacemaker, we didn't have uh, really, it's another title no one had expectations, and everybody hated the original character. Like, most of the characters in Peacemaker didn't really have a fan base. Uh, You know, maybe people that knew them, but you could do whatever you want with those entities, right? So we got something fun. I mean, John Cena being a big dumb dork is always fun. (laughs) But the concern I have is taking something like if he's overseeing a Superman movie, we've seen Superman dark. And I don't really want to see Superman funny. I just want to be Superman, be Superman, you know? And we saw Batman be funny, and that really didn't work. best Superman, I love Henry Cavill. Their best Superman is Tyler Hecklin. Really? Is that the uh, one yeah. before Henry? He's, he's no, that's he's, that's, no. The, that's the well, one on CW. Brandon, CW. He's, yeah, he's the one on CW right now, and he's literally like, he, it's again going back to the anime series. You, it's like they plucked feel, him, and we're like, oh, okay. this is Superman. But do you feel like with Cavill, right? Because my issue with Cavill is not him; it's the fact that they just didn't give the man lines. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, if maybe if we finally get him. With some fucking lines and some substance. Havel, but I don't Havel think Cavill did a bad. Cavill was a very good. I mean, Tyler's good for TV, but for a movie role, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that. I love Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I, Tyler Hecklin has a very small head. Yeah, you know the uh, the other person is uh, Peter Safran. That is the producer. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. He, he he recently is producing Shazam, Fury of Gods, Blue Beetle. And Aquaman. He also so, did the Suicide Squad and a whole bunch of other DC shit, plus some other monsters, some scary movies. Blue Beetle, and, and this is another thing about DC that I've really enjoyed lately. Is aside from you know the Rock's ears and the hairline, um, <laughs> they get they're getting the costumes right, which is a big thing for us because we mm-hmm. we're used to seeing these characters a certain way, and we're able to see them <clears> like Blue Beetle. When I saw the costume, I was like. That's without any CGI on right now. You know, yeah. when they clean it Found by itself, it's freaking awesome. You know, but are they still like? Are they still going ahead with Blue Beetle? Yeah, it didn't get it didn't get put on the chopping block. Yeah, they, I feel like I, I honestly, I as much as I want to see it, I feel like it's going to be one of those that it might get on the chopping block, and I just don't want to hold my my breath for that kind of yeah. thing. No, no, they would have. They would have cut it already. Yeah. Real quick, guys. Yeah. Real quick, guys. Mm-hmm. So remember the movie that I was looking for that I know I couldn't remember what it was. The Monster Squad. Oh, oh that's a good one. The Monster really Squad. Do you guys remember that one? It yeah. was just so good. Okay. All right. That's a classic. Stop, I digress. Yes. Well, I, I do love James Gunn. I liked what he did with Guardians, but again, I'm one of the people that really wanted the original Guardians, not Guardians we got. 
Guardian mm. 3000 or what I think it's like <laughs> 3000. Um, I always loved that team personally, but you know, Guardians we got was good. I'm I'm optimistically curious what he's going to do. I just really don't want to see funny everything because I'm getting burned out on funny everything. Mm-hmm. I want to see some really, I, I want to see uh, like, like Black Adam, for instance, it was a fun movie, but it had like some weight and gravity to it. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. people were dying. I mean, it was the, arguably the rock was killing most of them, but you know, <laughs> um, with a lot of this stuff, you know, it's like, they, they, you know, I go back to Marvel a lot because they're the biggest we had this big story about people, half the population's gone and all these, I mean, that was sad. Like a lot of weight in that story. And they're like, oh, no, they're back. I'm like, oh, well, all that emotion we just had is gone. Like, you know, I want to see some of that in DC because the big thing between DC and Marvel Marvel is super. Coming in hot. Uh, I'm not going to disagree. I really hated the Um, Tried to watch it. Try to watch it three times. That, that. it's it's one of those. Hated. It just wasn't that great. Yeah, it's one of those it's movies so that should have been. It should have been. A, it should have been because the, the deviant storyline. And that's was why awful. I hate it. Yeah, I hated it because they had the ability to do a show that many characters yeah. in one movie. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot. that and that many unknown characters in one movie. Yeah, right. It was, it was. It was rough, but you know, DC has gods, right? Their heroes are godlike. Mm-hmm. And Marvel has heroes, so when you have heroes, it's it's the heroes are fun, but gods. I mean, go back and read the, about gods; they're always like destructive and terrible. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they they do bring us some of that dark DC storytelling. I yeah. don't need it to be in everything, like Superman and some of their lighter titles, but Batman needs to be dark. I mean, yeah. what what we got in Batman v Superman, I liked the Batman pieces. I hated Martha; it made no sense. To me, but, <laughs> Again, you know, I get it. I'm a safe word. Like Martha, <laughs> like, exactly. Like why'd but, you say that name? <laughs> why'd you say that name? <laughs> right, like that made no sense to me. But at the same time, you know, I grew up on Mar- uh, on both of those characters. I never once put together that the Martha piece. I never put it together until I was like, oh wow, that's that's interesting. I'm wow. with you, man. And they did that. I was like, is this fake? Did they make right, this shit up for the movie? Check, and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, they did have the same name. And I, I, didn't and I, and I think that. it has to do like I knew I knew like Bruce's mother's name. I just never knew Clark's mother's name. Yeah. Because mm. you always know Martha Thomas and Martha Wayne. Because yeah, know, we always gotta see them die in every right. iteration. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm the opposite. I knew Martha Kent. I never knew Martha Wayne because I was I knew Thomas Martha Wayne. Wayne, especially because of the video so, games. I'm huh. I'm the person who knew both of them, but it's not until you put them in the same context. Because like yeah. Martha, Martha Wayne, cool, Martha Kent, cool. Like, but you never call Martha Kent Martha Kent. You always call it like Mama like Kent or something like that. Mama like, Kent. Mama Kent. Ma- yeah. Like, yeah. So like you never really get the mm. oh shit until so, like it's actually said. And then it, Zack Snyder was like, I got it. Oh I God. fucking did. Or something like that. And he was like, that's my next movie. That's the hook. But Chris, to your so, point, I will say a lot of these, like a lot of comics just in general have such like good stories that like have been wasted by either a comedy bit or just trying to get the highlights of these things, like the big action sequences. Again, the original Avengers movies everyone's like holds high and i'm like 
most of the first two phases I wasn't with. Like I was really? like, eh, whatever. More more so like the Avengers movies. Like the first two Avengers, like everyone got super hyped for the first Avengers, and I was like, eh. And I was like, really? I was like, dude, it does doesn't do anything for me. There's huh. so many like I'm again, I love a good story. Captain America, the second one where a soldier, amazing. Yep. And now for DC, I feel like uh the Batman gave us a great story that also happens to have great action, great cinematography. It gave us everything else. But the foundation should always be the story. Because I I can give two shits about what's happening on the screen. If the story's good, I'm 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 in. I'm hooked. Yeah. Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier was the second Captain America. Second, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Winter Soldier okay, I, yeah. was yeah. was awesome. Um yeah, I, I will agree Civil with you. Civil War was good too. Mm-hmm. It, it was good. It was just a Again, Civil War really needed to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it should have been a bigger arc for itself, building up to that. Because in the comic books, it was so much more convoluted, and it took more characters. And I, I, I feel like they downplayed it for the movie. I, I remember. But it I remember why. Well, was the reason why that one was so downplayed? It's because, um, first of all, Marvel didn't have all their characters, and it took a lot to when they got Spider Man. Because mm-hmm. that was the big thing. Because I'm pretty sure if they st- they also had the rights to the X Men, it probably would have been bigger. Um, they did what they had. They were doing what they could do with what they had licenses for, for the movie. No, I get that, and, and I'm and, not against that. Oh no, no, yeah, but that's also what led to DC's downfall because that's when DC came out with Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman was also supposed to be released the same day as Marvel Civil War uh, as Captain America. Oh, Civil I War. remember the game of chance. Yes, that was amazing. And DC Marvel was like, I'll watch. I'll I'll see you. I'm gonna raise you. Yep. Mother's, <laughs> Mother's Day. I will I say, you. out Mother's of the two, uh, I can rewatch Civil War. It's really hard to rewatch Batman v Superman. Uh, casting choices. Anyone who's but, ever watched that yeah. more than once, I give you. Praise well, I watched it again. I would never I watched, do it. Uh, I watched the extended Dawn of Justice because we were getting ready for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I also rewatched Justice League, which was fucking awful. <laughs> so Listen, y'all had me watch these things, and I literally was like, "I'm watching it once, and I never want to see this again." I really hope they really they get rid of the story. I, you know, Zack Snyder. I'm not gonna say one way or another. Some of it's good. Some of it's you know WTF. But mm-hmm. I really hope they get rid of the storyline they were going with where Bruce and uh, uh, Lois have a kid or sleep uh, together, whatever that is. Yeah. Because oh, to, yeah, we're going back yeah. to storytelling. When, when did that happen? That's so, the dream sequence. That's Yeah. Okay? And that's why I was glad that they shut that down was because, you know, we're going into storytelling, right? That's a weak story plot because we've just had this big movie where – Bruce is like crying about his lost friend and then he's gonna go sleep with his wife. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, and the dude's a playboy. He can get whoever he wants. He's got yeah. Catwoman and all his other women. He doesn't need, you know, he can get Wonder Woman if he I mean, wants. He, he doesn't yeah, need he he makes Wonder Woman. Sense for, yeah, it just doesn't I, make sense. That was that was that whole thing was crazy because they did uh Val they, so they did a they did like a Rome, they did like a tour or like a like a an exhibit where you can go and you would you were able to see all of the writing of what they were gonna do for part two and part three. I remember we talked about it. I had yeah. screenshots of Yo, it from Reddit. Oh and like, I didn't it, remember that they were trying to include Lois with yeah, Batman. Yeah, that it's was, all, they were, they did a, it was a whole to do. It had to do with the fact of like apocalypse take a uh, um, Jesus Christ on the part. Um, 
<laughs> dark side. Uh, dark side. Jesus yeah, dark side. Yeah. Dark side, dark side take, taking over, and then they, and then they doing the flashpoint thing. Like they had a whole plan, uh, and it's kind of crazy how elaborate it was. And it got, you know, it got after Justice League, they decided to let it go. And after Zack Snyder's thing happened, and people were like, "We need to bring it back," and it was all bots saying it. But it's out there, like what he wanted to do. And I think he had what he had Bruce Tim draw some stuff, didn't he? He he did, and also so it was there was no secret that oh, no, that, Bruce, that Bruce, Snyder Bruce. Snyder wanted to do a Batman movie because Batman because the Superman Man of Steel as as we were talking about it it was dark. Um, oh, yeah, that's so. It was dark. I don't think Bruce Wayne needs to brag about any girls he's de- he's bedded. I mean, he's 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 a playboy. There's no need for that. You want to know what I would I would watch a film of Wolverine. Hey guys, and, have and, you guys and, played Gotham Knights yet? No, I heard it's awful. I heard it's awful and it's like at 30 frames per second. I'm good. I don't need to. It's yeah. not. It's it's really not. It's not awful. Okay. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> so I, uh, I've I heard that. I want to, but it's it's actually it. really good it. gameplay. It's to. very similar to the Arkham games and the Spider-Man. When games. I get my next gen console, then I'll probably play it. Um, as far as the frames per second, there are some minor things, but not enough to spoil my gameplay experience. Tone is already like, nope, not doing I mean, it. it. Honestly, it really, it's a really good story, and I, I really enjoy it. If you've I ever did, played did, any did, of the did, Arkham no, no, games. I did. I did. I played all the Arkham games. I love those games. Right, and these are, I, it's just I, as good. I, I love all the Arkham games except for Arkham Knight. Arkham City is pinnacle. But anyway, yeah. we're going down a Arkham rabbit Asylum hole. Asylum is also very yes, good. This is, this is the rabbit hole that we're known for. But let's 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 Sorry. let's talk about. Hold on, hold on. Pong oh, had a we... thing. Go ahead. Yeah, Pong. I had a thing. Just super quick. Actually, in, it was in the chat. Hugo Dahl said, uh, "Dang, sounds like they had some soap opera writers on staff with the whole romantic thing." And that, that was the thing that I that I did like uh, that that we started to get away from for one brief moment where every freaking story had to have a romantic interest. And I was really glad that we were getting away from that. Like that was my favorite thing about, I I remember we saw frozen in the theaters and that was my favorite thing about it. I was like, Oh, thank God that the prince doesn't have to come and save the girl and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said on here repeatedly, it's the same damn story. I'm tired of that story. Give me a different story. Right. Well, um, and, and I like the fact that that they didn't do that. But and now I don't understand why they're trying to bring that back is is my point. Like, that sounds like a like a old exec at Warner Brothers being like, you know, what we got to do kids. We got to have a romantic story in there. We got to have the hero get the girl, you know, like <laughs> like what? That's the only way it makes sense to me in my mind. You know, that, I, they do that uh, same exact voice and the same exact finger point. <laughs> With a, you gotta have a smoking With a cigar. cigar. Man, Listen, you don't understand Hollywood like I do, okay? If you want to have a good movie, you that just gotta makes have a me picture um, Roger Rabbit in the studios and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. One, one thing that I'm really tired of in superhero movies is the origin story always being, you know, hero A versus mirror hero. Like every mm-hmm. single one of them has been that way. Yeah, uh, I, I I went back with a buddy of mine recently. We were uh, actually the guy who plays Boulder in my book. We were listing all of our favorite movies, and I was like, I'm really tired because you can you can throw a movie at me, and I will point out that the main villain in, in their origin story is literally the vice versa of that. Ant Man does it, Iron Man does it, Captain America does it, even Black Guardians Two. Guardians two. Well, it's that, that's kind of well. Tough. That'd be it'd be Peter well, and his dad. Doesn't really and have. 
It's not one main no, character. No, but that's so. not really no, but it's also an, an origin, origin story. story. Yeah, exactly. like the, yeah. The, the Guardians the One story. kind of builds an origin, but it doesn't give them like an individual an origin story. Yeah, no, no. I, I would say good, Guardians' you know. biggest then enemy in the first one is themselves. Like yeah. we're seeing them fight themselves most of the movie. Like having that overarching villain was just there. Like, and then they kept doing it. Yeah. And it drives me crazy. You're just a Chris Pratt hater. Stop. I hate Chris Pratt so much. Guardians is not bad. He ruins every... No, Guardians... The first movie, Guardians, is not bad. And the second movie is even not bad because everyone else saves it. Right? But Chris Pratt, wasn't everything great. he's in... Yeah, sorry. sorry. So we, so we know... Like, so like Guardians 2 story wasn't great. Like, I was so really sad know. about Ego. So we cool. know that Pong is very excited to see Super Mario. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Stop it. Stop I can't it. wait to Love have it. you on when we talk about it. Did you Stop pre-order it. your tickets yet? <laughs> you, know what? you know what? I should go see it. I should go see just it. So you just, can just, go see it. just so you can talk shit. I, I would it. love to hear it. The rest of that voice To be fair, I feel like form. you're going to be like, everything but. Right. Everything I will. I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about the the voice. Honestly, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not sold on Chris Pratt being Mario's voice. So, However, so I was like, all he says version, is "woohoo," and I'm like, no, he actually talks in his like he talks in his games now. Mm-hmm. As an Italian, I'm very upset. I'm just <laughs> yeah. I, I, I read it right. I would have preferred a, a, a like a John Leguizamo like voice on there instead of oh, Chris yeah. Pratt. Charles Martinet is still alive. He's been doing the voice for 30 freaking years. Charles Martinet is Same. alive and well. He's I understand that. Like However, that's it. a video game voice. No, 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 imagine no, no, that's a whole no, game. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to counter this with you right now. I'm going to counter this with you right now. Because because the Transformers movies got oh, the original right. you know what? fucking you know voice what? I'm not. There. Listen, hold on. I'm not arguing that. Optimus Prize voice is epic, I'm just bro. saying. I'm just, <laughs> no here. I'm just saying. If you went in, everyone was like, you better get. You better get this man to do it. Because I ain't going to watch this fucking movie. I'm already mm-hmm. not going to watch it because it's a Michael Bay movie, but I will tolerate this shit because yeah. we got the original Prime voice. I mean, you got like, Peter Cullen, right. I'm there. Yeah, yeah we have where we it. say where we say like voice of Batman. Who do we think? Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. Because yeah. he literally like literally he was like the only thing I'm coming back for is the Killing Joke. He's like, I bet, let's do it. Like, and, then we, the and, then we, and then we fuck that movie up. I'm here for it. Like, like Al Pacino that. is married. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, no, but like, like, look, look, you could have. Why do I actually want to? You could have had like the original voice oh, actor of Mario. Say hello to my little friend. And then you get and you get the star power for everybody else, and that would have been yeah. perfectly fine because people yeah. still would have watched it. Chris Pratt is not the reason why we're seeing no. that movie. We're seeing no, that movie because it's Mario. Yeah. And so you'd be like, we got the original voice actor, and you get Jack Black as 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 Bowser. I'm in. Yeah, uh, 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 Charlie as Luigi. I'm mm. fucking buckled in. I'm buying a ticket right now because all I think Charlie. is have, uh, Charlie Day, Keenan, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Michael, Keenan. Michael Keaton K yeah. as as Toad. I'm here. Like all the other mm-hmm. voice actors, you can bring in all the star it. power that you want. Just bring in the original Mario because that's what we yeah. all fucking grew up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everybody born then, born <laughs> now. <laughs> Yeah, you play Super Smash Brothers, it's fucking that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I don't understand. That would have been cool. Yep. Uh, you know, Transformers, though. I mean, it's not like they really get the best, the best anyway. 
the, the movies didn't do that great. We just happy that we got Peter Cullen as the first one. Yeah. The first yeah. one no, hold was on. Fun. The first yeah. one was fun. The first, I enjoyed the first couple one. was they all right. Went, they went then off they the deep end. They started to go left. Listen, listen. We didn't need <laughs> to see Megan Fox left. It was over. That's it. it the first two. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to reel us back in because uh, we're. we're with all the talks about <laughs> casting, balls, with with all, with all the Sorry. talk about casting choices and things that oh, hold are on, hold happening. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, just Rick, just commenting on Sonic. So the thing with Sonic, though, like Sonic didn't really start getting a voice until Sonic Adventure. Yeah. yeah. So like we're not really attached to a voice, but all, I do exactly. love I do love his voice actor because he's just great. In yeah. What he I does, agree. and I think it worked for the he's character. He's so funny. I love that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Mario's been speaking since. Jeez, was it sixty four? Before sixty four. 64. No, like he's been making, he's been making, he's been making sounds since 64. Yeah. <laughs> he's been speaking for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Mario 64 is the first time you really hear electrical, yeah. you know, and yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. that's the voice that you expect to hear when you hear yeah. Mario. Yeah, Joel, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even watch. I didn't watch. I have watch no idea. Cartoons. I don't cartoons even remember the cartoons like that. Yeah, that's I didn't watch the cartoons. I'll be honest. I'll throw it Listen, up. I, was, I, 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 I didn't watch the old ones. I watched the family matters. I watched like Urkel the old uh, stuff. My first time hearing him speak was Sonic Adventure. Hmm. If we're talking about video so, games, yeah, that's right. So talking about video games, we're we're going to a Netflix adaption that we are losing Henry Cavill as the Witcher in season Yo. four. Uh, uh, I ran out of my wine. Right, 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 right. So, Liam, so, so. Liam, yeah, go ahead. Law, take it. So, go, go ahead with this disappointment. Because I because. Tones read the books. I, I've never even played the games. Like I have, I have no. I read a bit of the book. Alright, but like the attachment to this franchise comes from nowhere other than Henry this Cavill. show and Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. And this man loves this show, loves this franchise so much. And the showrunners like, nah, yeah, we're gonna go this course. way. And he's like, he's <laughs> like, <laughs> why? When your star walks away because y'all fucking this up. He was like, did you, he, did you hear about it? He knew, he knew, he knew the show was happening. He told his agent, "I want to be in the show." And he was uh -huh. like, he wanted to have the conversations. He was willing to Tom Brady this whole thing and take less money just to make sure he was in the fucking show. He's the show Bro. bible, and yet, and like where actors would be like, he would, he would say, he would literally quote lines mm -hmm. with page numbers. Yeah, and be like, hey, I think we should say this, and yeah. they would be like, nah, fuck off. We're really fun, and hearing you be all grumble, I'll be like, oh, fuck. And, like, I love that about Geralt, but I also want the other things about Geralt that you realize Thanks you're not Geralt. really getting because, yeah. you know, you get a little bit. You get these tastes here and there, his relationship with Siri and all this, but that's all on the back of Cavill. Listen, like, Yo. and and you're just doing you're doing Liam dirty. You're doing Gale dirty in this aspect. Just cancel the show and let it be done. Get yeah. season three done. Let us watch it yeah, and just get, cancel it. Just like like every other thing, like well, every really other thing that Netflix does, just cancel it. Just this time, we want you to cancel it and not abruptly cancel it. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wanted that Resident Evil so, thing to be canceled the minute I heard about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually sat down and watched that whole show. I was like, I'm glad. You're the only one who did. Resident Evil. My wife and I didn't even make it through oh, the first God. episode. When we saw the worm thing, and we were both like, all right, we're done. What you have to look up no, is the actor. No, 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 no. Before, before, hey, Chris, what you have to look up <clears throat> is bargain bin Wesker. When they had him dressed as Wesker, he I looked did. like, uh, yeah. 
Blade. Yes. Yeah. No, he but looks like Spork. Spork. You know what's so Spork. bad though? Like I wanted to. You know, there was a, there, there's a lot of discussion about the casting, but I was like, well, I love the actor, so I really want to see what he does. But you know, one person can only carry so much when the rest of it is just so much garbage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, speaking of The Witcher, you know when Henry came out and said, I signed on for eight years, as long as, and he said, as long as they don't screw it up, you know, he'll be there. So when I saw him exit, everyone's like, oh, it's because of Superman. And I said, no, that's the man that fights for his roles. Like Mm -hmm. he will do what he has to do. He will overwork himself and make things work. Like he wouldn't sign back on to Superman unless he could do his passion project. I'm sure of it. And Mm -hmm. so for him to walk away, I know hands down, they weren't doing the series justice yeah. I mean, as fans, we've watched it for two seasons, and even at the end of season two, everyone was like, can you start doing justice to this? You know, between the video game and the books, they're just they're just not. And then I read an article where they were saying how the showrunners don't like the source material. And there's a lot of that then going on. Then why are they doing like, it if you don't like the source material? It makes right. no sense to me. to me. Like, yeah, there's so weird. many of these these people in Hollywood that take on a, a, a project and they're like oh here is you know x thing with a built-in fan base go at it and they're like well i hate what it's about so i'm gonna make a new thing and all it does is put us in seats and makes us upset and i mean you're burning your fan bases out you know how many times in the last five years has something come out that there's a established fan base they get in they watch it and they're like this isn't what it, it you know it should be here's your blueprint just put it on freaking paper you know, like how hard is it? All we've been asking for. That's for it, man. Years. That's it's it. Not like, hard. I, I, and I hate to, to derail one more, but Halo was the perfect example. Perfect freaking example of like, hey, here's this thing. Just do it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, we don't like it, so we're gonna redo it. What? Then why'd you do it in the first place? Okay. I wasn't mad I at Halo though. I mean, you got Master Chief. Yeah, if you're, if like, if you're, so like the thing with Halo, which I think we all talked about too, was that like if you don't know the source material, you didn't read any of the earlier books, you didn't really care for the game, and you just come into it as like a like a space science fiction. That was me. It was a a fun. It's a fun watch because there's a lot of action and everything. But like, but then when you compare it, because I was like looking at the lens of like, okay, I'm watching the Halo show just to get some Master Chief, and then you compare it to like the Fall of Reach. Like I love that book. I really fucking love that book. I love the original trilogy. And you're like, y'all like, y'all took elements and then switched them, and it was like, yo, the follow. You could have just adapted the Fall of Reach and would have had a fantastic fucking show. This show is making <laughs> yo coming on with you guys makes me so glad that I never read the comics and I never read the books <laughs> because I had a great time. I was watching. I I knew who Master Chief was. The last Halo I played was Halo. i never played any of them yeah yeah that was it right so but but i i absolutely just freaking loved it uh loved the loved the show and then i get online and of course and everybody's like ah it's the worst thing i've ever but but to their defense right like i'm sure there's some things that maybe you love and if someone were to destroy it right you have to remember who the halo fans are most of those were kids that grew up with halo yeah. You know, and that's like me with Star Wars. I grew up with Star Wars, and when you screw it up, it does make me upset because, you know, I didn't have the best childhood. How I Star Wars that. was and, like everyone. Everyone me. has their one. Everybody. Yeah, no, I'm definitely like that with Marvel and the Fox universe and the mutants. So, um, to, to, Tone is berserk. 
Yes. I'm Percy Jackson, which I'm glad is getting readapted. Like, I'm everyone Berserk has the one thing. And Thrones. And Thrones, right, right. <laughs> everyone has that the one thing that like the like was ruined by live action, and we're just like, but you oh, had the you had the source. Like you yeah. had the whole thing. Like you but didn't that, have to I think go for off me, script. Yeah. I think for me that's why I kind of gravitate more to the Marvel stuff because I actually see where they did pull a lot from the sources. Well, when you, it comes you down had to, to it. pull what you could because you don't have a lot of it. <laughs> uh, well, first, there you go. No. no, but I mean with Marvel, like for example, the whole thing when people were talking about when they passed the the torch of Captain America and all that, like those have been things that they've been working since the eighties. Mm-hmm. There've been multiple Captain Americas, and right. the other thing too is like bringing Marvel, in that, mcu does yeah. really well like keeping to the source material changing what can be right. adapted yeah, into yeah. the world it's like for example it's like yellow claw you can't bring a character like yellow claw or like mandarin the way he was originally portrayed so mm. there are some tweaks that they've made um yeah but yet they've still tried to keep because they use like some of the ultimate stuff they use some of the stuff from the 80s the 70s they've used a lot of stuff from the 90s and they're just mixing it in there um I mean, this year wasn't the greatest Marvel year, and I believe some of the productions were affected by COVID. But I think what we're going to see is that we had a lot of Disney Plus content. I think that this year we don't even realize how great it's going to be until we see it all pieced together. And that's that's one of the things that I think that I'm looking forward to. And I kind of want everything to do well because it's like it's fun because like I go back and I think about as being a teenager in the '90s and a kid in the '90s. A lot of the stuff was not being made at all. Like, yeah. if we got Punisher, we got Dolph Lundrick's Punisher. We had Captain hey, America yeah. in a motorcycle helmet at one point. I like <laughs> Punisher. You leave it was... alone. <laughs> 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 but it just shows how dark it was. In order to see it, you had to find it in the VHS aisle back in the video store days. Otherwise, you didn't see the Punisher. We had the unreleased Fantastic Four movie that Fox made so that they could keep the rights to the Fantastic Four pre the Jessica Alba one. And that oh, one is like, yeah, don't you talk shit about I love Dolph Lundgren even in he so we don't even start with that. I love Dolph <laughs> Masters of the Universe is really good. I don't care yeah, nobody that says. New cartoon. I love well, that movie. So that that ties back into what, what Chris was saying, you know, about the, about the, you know, you have something for me, that was Transformers. I was, you sent me on kind of an introspective, like inner journey there after, I don't know if you guys saw or not, but, but, but I, oh, I was thinking, uh, question okay, for well, you, Pong. question for you, Pong. The greatest what? animated movie of all time is the 1986 Transformers movie, correct? Absolutely. <sighs> uh, it's, it's, man, it's up there. What, I like, fucking gotta, love that shit. I can watch ride. that so many times, it doesn't even make sense. I you can watch can... it right now, like, and it'd be, oh, I love that movie yeah, so fun. much. It, and all it was... it was was a product pusher, and I love <laughs> that movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, every time I hear, you got the touch, you know, like, right. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Stan Bush was the best. Yo, ah. soundtrack. No, it, it, yeah, it, exactly. It was, it was fantastic. And I loved We're it. We're geeking like, out uh, about this. Uh, okay. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, like, I do way, not so. do Transformers people. How many times do I have to say it? I don't do Transformers. So, so you know what we're going to do? We're going to do don't... it, but I was the, I, you got to say, I was the Beast Wars kid. No, like, wait, Beast Wars. okay. Beast Wars was great. Was this conversation. However, I'm a Beast Wars kid. Yes, Beast Wars was good. It was legit. Beast Wars was legit. But that original cartoon, that that animated movie was so awesome. Oh, and if you so haven't yeah. watched it, you need to. Yeah, so what we're going to do one day is that we're going to have Chris come up to New Jersey over here, Pong fly over, Val and Law make it down. We're going to be in Tony's basement. We're going to put on Transformers. Wow, why are you inviting down. people to Yo, Toe's It's always inviting to Toe's place. <laughs> I would say my crib, but you know, my crib is kind of small. 
I see so, a bar back there. We can fit that. Can yes, there is a bar. There you go. Yeah, there's a full, <laughs> there's a full bar. There is a bar. I can't wait to come down there. There's man. a full, yeah, full, full um, bar. So I think Super Bowl next year, your place? I mean, if yeah, if you guys make it down, I'm sure George will drive you guys down. Uh, all right. Listen, George, where you at, George? Let me just see. The chat is there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, this has been so, fun. So, oh, okay. No, you go. Go ahead, Pop. I'm sorry. I had to just interject because you said you're Transformers, and I always make mention of the '86 movie. Anyway, go on. Okay. So, so super fast. Super fast thing. The uh, the uh, 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 by the way, that was the last performance Orson Welles ever did was the Transformer movie. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that was my thing, right? And and you were talking about like how people get angry because things were ruined, blah blah blah. There, you know, it was a part of their childhood. That was mine. It was that and GI Joe. I I lost my love for GI Joe sometime around two thousand three. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, wonder what happened in two thousand three. Channing Tatum happened. <laughs> <laughs> Was but, it that but, one or the or the fact that they, he didn't come back the second one? Oh, my oh he God. came back the second he one. He came and back and died off. in the first like, five was... minutes. Oh yeah, that doesn't count. That he didn't actually come back. And then they brought the rock in, right? Isn't that what they did? Yeah. I think so. Is yeah. that yeah. what they did? That's I the mean, band name. That is the bandage for all franchises. Is you just the rock? Bring the rock. <laughs> so I guess where where I'm going with this is is yeah the but the Michael Bay movies happened and I saw the first one and I was like yeah this is cool and then I saw the second one and I was like this is kind of okay and then the third one and then i didn't even see the fourth or the fifth or any after it my point with how many all are there being, too many uh, i don't care too many <laughs> more than three the bumblebee movie the bumblebee movie was fun bumblebee was very good actually bumblebee Bumble, was good bumblebee was fun the two megan fox own... ones are the best ones that's it yeah you just can watch yeah. those that's two <laughs> that's fair no, I my, my only my, my the only point I'm trying to get at is that that having new Transformers movies come out that suck does not in any way, shape, or form take away from my enjoyment of the Transformers movie or the first gen Transformers or anything with Peter Cullen for the most part, other than the aforementioned movies. My <laughs> point with this being that that there is uh, that I can separate the two, right? It, it's not like did they didn't ruin what I had as a child. It's just they made something new out of what I liked before. And this is different, and it's maybe it's not even for me, and yeah. that's fine. You know what I right. mean? Yep. I but know. but, but, but we've, but we've the... had things that like got readapted for a newer audience, and they still did it right. Like they were like, yeah. "Hey, this isn't for you guys. Right. This is for the newer, younger people to get them in." But it go. still oh. stays close enough to like the source and the home. I of think it. they did that with um, what was it, Force Awakens? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? 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 There they are. Really? There they are. Oh my he God. was there that whole time Wreck looking for it. Wrecking balls. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I mean, I look, I agree. I think I think, I think they do well with that in Force Awakens, but the other two, not so much. My right. issue with yeah, it is yeah, not when yeah. you when you redo it and you want to bring new audiences and you want to make your own story. I'm like, yeah. whatever. If it sucks, it sucks. I won't watch it. It's when right. you adapt something and you're like, we're going to adapt it. And then you somehow fuck it up. Just like like you're just adapting it. Like you're taking what's like like doing it. The last airbender 2016. Or the last airbender. Right. Or like the Witcher, like if you're a big fan of it, right? Because like they were probably going for like, oh, this is a really cool character, and he's really into fighting all these monsters, and they're kind of riffs of old story tales that we know as kids, and he sleeps with really beautiful women. 
we can get people to watch this. And everyone's like, no, there's a fan of the books and a fan of the games that you're going to ha- that are going to want to watch this and, and see it. So I think it's just like, you know, like you look at it and you weigh the pros and cons. That's like my issue when it comes to Thrones is like after season four, it's like, what is going on? Well, you bring up a good point, you know, oh, I need to look uh, at the chat now. There, there's established fans that want to see it in a new medium. Okay. Yeah. But when we've already seen it in that medium and you want to change it, and I'll use He-Man for instance, right? I okay. grew up on He-Man, love He-Man. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I sat there trying to get my kid to watch the new one, and we both didn't like it. But that other one, uh, the one with like little kids, you know, that one I that liked. Good. Right? The She-Ra one. It, no, well, she no, was actually made, not that bad, but they made two. It's a there's CGI Masters, looking one. There's Masters of the Universe, which is what they redid with mm. with, with Kevin Smith did, and yeah, then there's E Man and the Masters of the Universe, which is aimed towards kids. Right, and that one's really good. And that's what I'm saying is they that wasn't made for the guy like me when I was six, four years old, you know, growing up in my living room watching, you know, He Man for what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the that was for the new kids. To be like me and i was like i watched that and i was like oh i appreciate this even though like i hated the kevin smith one because it was just so it, it was like nails on a chalkboard for me but i was like okay like it had it had its parts that i was okay with but it really didn't sit well with me that one completely new take on it you'd think i'd hate i actually really enjoyed um and, and i think that's where the difference is it's there's a difference between remaking something because you're remaking it but actually releasing it for the first time, you've got to have some care and finesse to it. Mm-hmm. Because like Pong said, you could still appreciate your old movies, right? Yeah. But but these people like Witcher fans are never going to be able to appreciate anything except for what they already had, you know? So yeah. like they're not getting anything out of this. They're just getting like someone's abusing the name just to make whatever they want. Why didn't you just make whatever you want with its own name? Right? Yeah. Halo. Mm. We finally get a live action Halo that's, you know, big money, right? Not some little five minute YouTube show. And these kids who grew up with it don't like it. But the other everybody else does. So why didn't you just make something that wasn't Halo? Because the people you're you're actually appealing to aren't the fans. They're some they're other people. They would have watched it for whatever it was because it's just a sci-fi show. So, so let me ask this. This is a question I have, and this is this is actually something I'm feeling a little bit with Andor, which I gotta go back and watch. But um, shows like Halo, for example, because I I know again looking at it uh, from a fan's perspective, like there are things that you know people are not gonna like. But if it wouldn't have the Halo name attached to it, would it have stand just as a great sci-fi show? I, I wouldn't so. have watched it in the first place had it not been connected to Halo. In all, in all honesty, I would not have watched it because there's a lot of good sci-fi shows that have come out. Like, uh, what was that one? Uh, Severance. I never watched Severance. I never saw C. I, Severance you know, is really, really good. Too. Severance is good. And C is good. good. Mm-hmm. I heard. C is I heard. so good. But I, great I got, I'm a busy guy, man. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, though. Like, I, I just don't, don't have get me time started. to watch it. You better get on it. We got a show coming. I know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we're going to 12 or C. Uh, we're waiting gotcha. for you, Seabass, at this point. We yeah. already have a date that's going to happen, so I guarantee I will have it all watched. But no, I mean, it's the same thing I'm feeling with Andor. Well, like, wait, wait. He said all he watched? He said I <laughs> guarantee all watched. Hold on. What's today's date? All, all, the time? All, oh, my all, God. I got to write it down. Uh, all October three seasons? November, November 1st, 10, 1039 p.m.? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
guarantee he used the word guarantee. All three seasons. Dude, just sit down and watch it with Jesse. She already got the cosign from Jackie, so it's, we're just waiting on you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. But um, no, I, I, I feel the same way with Andor right now because I'm watching Andor. I feel like it's pretty good. It's a pretty it's a good show. We're talking Andor next week, Rick. Oh, shit. Yep, I next up. week. Oh, um, yeah, with mid-season next week. Yeah, no, I've so Andor. Yeah, I'm feeling that with Andor where it's like just in the beginning, I'm like, this show probably would have stand on its own without the Star Wars name because it's just it's beautifully done as a sci-fi show. Um, But it's like, um, again, it has a Star Wars name attached to it. And obviously with the Star Wars name being attached to it, there's a lot of weight that's um, not weight, uh, a lot that people are going to expect from the show and everything being in the Star Wars universe. But um, I, I look at some of these properties if um, and I see them as if they were just didn't have a certain um, name attached to it, like Halo, for example. It looked great as a sci-fi show with the budget that they put into it and everything, like yeah. the set pieces and all that. It was beautiful, the armor and everything that they paid attention to. I mean, and even like when um, the Covenant, like it was just a random alien race and all, I mean, it, you felt that it, it, it set the, the tone in the beginning. But it's like I could see where some people will be upset with it because it did take it. It like how Tone said, if it followed like the story for Reach, because Reach is a beautiful story. Even when you played the game, it's just phenomenal. Um, you didn't even have to follow Master Chief. You could have followed a rogue Spartan. You could have followed a different Spartan unit, like they did in Halo ODST, which wasn't a Spartan unit. It was just regular troops that they followed. Or you could have followed the 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 squad that fell in Reach. Which I think probably would have also led more to the story because you can do a lot more with that. Well, that's what I was thinking. So you think Andor would have been better had it not been connected to Star Wars? I disagree. I, I'm, I mean, the I three, episodes, I the three episodes <clears throat> I got, I enjoyed it, and yeah, because I enjoyed I it, and I was happy that we didn't get all the. It just feels like a really solid show from the first yeah. four episodes, three episodes yeah. that I watched, and I was like, yeah. all right, cool, I'm into this. Like, my kid isn't watching it. Like he watched it with me. He's like, um, he's like, he, he's like, this is not his. Like, Tales of the Jedi. No, awesome, loved it. He's on. The thing um, about Andor, you know, but, yeah. it's it is <clears throat> actually more Star Wars than people realize because yeah. you know, George Lucas made Star Wars. It had a lot of political things in it. You know, like like there's it's a political story. It's it, you know that's really what it is. And we're seeing, you know, we joke. Like, there's a joke about uh, the the. Um, prequel trilogy and how it's pretty much just a political battle for kids you know kids yeah. are watching politics and not even realizing it and i think when i watched andor that's what really intrigued me was we got away from the lightsabers we got away from the over-the-top action and, and we're not you're... on tatooine right we're not on tatooine <laughs> and we're following a character through a journey and it's yeah. not the hero's journey right yeah like, like that's what's really cool to me is we're Love getting it. some of that old Star Wars from the books yep. where mm -hmm. every scene has a power to it, not the it's not using action as power. It's actually using dialogue as power, which is what I some of the things I really enjoyed about Star Wars. And I don't know if you can see my back shelf there. I've that's the remaining I've moved over eighty times in my life and uh one of my boxes of Star Wars books is gone. I've read almost the entire, you know, uh, extended universe, whatever they. Chris, then you have to it. tell me what's my next trilogy to read. I just wrapped up Darth Bane. Oh, your thoughts. 
See, okay, so, so okay, just to talk right, about right. adaptations and being angry, if they did that as a movie and fucked it up, I'd be fucking angry. Because it's uh, so Oh, good. yes. It was Chris, so fucking Chris good. Wants okay. to wait. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. I need my Go next ahead. trilogy to read. I just Go I wrapped ahead. that up and now Did I'm like, where do I Did you read Darth Plagueis yet? No, I haven't done that one yet. So Read that one. That's also a good one. Anyway, all okay. right, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry, okay. Chris. Um, uh, Hair to the Empire is really good. Just to throw that out there. Read Hair to the Empire. Uh, Most of the early. Oh, I read that. Oh, I read okay. that trilogy already with uh, Thrawn. Yes. Uh, yeah. his, I bet I've met <laughs> Timothy Zahn. Um, I won't hmm. really talk much about his newer books, but his original runs were really, really good. And uh, the guy who did Darth Bane, Drew Carpetian, is actually one of my favorite writers. Uh, had a little nerd moment when he liked one of my tweets like a while ago when I said that he was my favorite writer. Um, but yeah, the Darth Bane trilogy might go down as one of my favorite series in Star Wars because you're actually rooting for the villain that entire time. And one of the, you know, again, one thing I love about books is we can visualize this for ourselves, but the thought bomb where he takes out everybody. Dude, you know? oh my God. <sighs> People don't even understand the immense... How, oh, it's just so good. I, it, I, I, that, that's yeah. a good scene, yeah. and also like when his inner monologue when he's fighting, he's fighting the Jedi Masters and the Knights, and and in book two, and it's mm -hmm. like, yo, I just want him to mark everybody. Just dude, right? Just so good. Just, just, and then and then the thought process behind in book three when he's waiting for Xana to step up. You guys, oh, you guys don't know how good that was. Anyway, we we, we can't go down that rabbit hole. We can't. I'm, so, I'm over here. I'm just like watching you guys go, just go back So Andor, we're talking Andor next week. Uh, we're going to be touching base on Andor's mid-season next week. Uh, so we will dive more into Star Wars wor world uh, next week. I, I don't want to get too off. Do we want to do okay. a little bit of um, the Jedi stories? Uh, did you guys Did you guys watch it? Um, I haven't watched it, but I'm going to. I there's can good. watch it before next week. They are good. I know there's been some it's issues. super in short, right? They are. They're 15 minutes, 16 minutes yeah. each. I know there's been issues with some of the Ahsoka stuff, the canon for Ahsoka, because they change it um, from the audiobook that was released. Uh, mm. Like the last, the last epic, the last one of the six is about Ahsoka, and when she comes back, um, there's a little bit of issues there. But all the, all the Dooku stuff, ah, oh, love it, love it. Also, too I'm next, excited. Next week I'm gonna check got... out. I'm gonna check out the Tales of the Jedi as well this week. You guys play I'll nice in chat. Out. I will put all of you on timeout. What just happened? <laughs> Chats get out of control, and I will. I will listen. Who's bullying uh, I think, people? I, I, I will no, literally no be the dad. Rick, uh, Rick, Rick, don't make Rick, me. Go, don't make me go back there. Don't make me go Rick, back there. <laughs> Rick, Rick is Rick waiting is to blow up that. on Andor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and Rick! I promise. Come next week, we will be talking Andor next week, and we're also going to cover the season finale uh, right after it ends. Later, George. Later, George. Thank you for fun that. Fun ass show. It was yeah. a fun yeah. ass show. I had a great time. Anybody. Thank you so much. We always love Chris, having everybody on Chris. Yeah. I hope you have fun yeah. on the show and everything. Guys, back up Crit. I just sent again that link for you guys in the chat. Um, so next week we have Andor. Next week we also have Keith Gleason on, who is uh, the creator for Mighty Mascots and is one half of Indie Comics Relay Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you guys got to see Johnny C earlier in the chat as well. He's the other half of that. Um, podcast. He was on the show. Um, you had him on the show a few weeks ago, I believe, with Johnny. Yeah. Um, you guys, we don't have Jason next week. No, we don't have Jason next week. 
Oh shit! I won't be on for that one because I'll be. Yeah. I'll be. I won't be here. I'll be in California. Keith is in uh, oh, Black great. Panther, Black Adam episode. Oh yeah, Keith is in Black. Never mind. Right. Yeah. So talk Andor. Like, don't talk Tales of the Jedi because I want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Keith. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, I was mixed up. Jay, yeah, Jason Lennox is coming on. He. Uh, I wish I was like y'all have Rick. He's coming on. Have Rick or Pong, whoever shows up first. <laughs> yes. Oh, let's. Well, what, 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 yes. Let's yes. Both. Let's have. Yes. You know, come on. Let's have both. Come on. Support indie creators. Listen, we got to make you guys course. work for it. This is super important. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I got two backers while we were on here, so oh, yeah. I got there and back my book. Really appreciate it. We are now on ninety-four dollars away from four thousand, which is when Ooh, wow. we unlock uh, the trading trading cards. So, nice. yeah, dude, congrats, man! Thank oh, you, Rick, calling you out. Yeah, See no, that? Rick, Rick, you're gonna be All filling right. in for Tone next week. You heard it on air. That <laughs> <Yeah>, works. <laughs> Wow, like, yo, it's getting spicy in chat today. All I'm right. a bigger nerd on Star Wars than Paul. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. 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 I did not read any of the books. That's why I like them so much. Oh, my God. friend Brad and I talk about Star Wars. Uh, there's an ongoing joke that every conversation we have ends in Star Wars, and we usually spend about three to five hours at least every other day talking somewhere about Star Wars, either in the chat or on the phone. Um, some things we love, some things we hate. There's a lot of a lot of hate for the recent stuff, but we both I mean, have if we're read talking like the last every three, Yeah, uh, last really the last two. Um, last two, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, seven was, was just I was, like, hey, I was good with the safe. nostalgia bomb. I was good with it. I was good with it too up Guys, until they. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going rabbit hole. All right. All right. All right. All right. My bad. Okay. We 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 promise to have a nerd out Star Wars day because we would definitely have you back with that one. Yeah. Yes, I'm an invite. I will be Absolutely. here. Yeah. I will be here for it. <laughs> Anyway, this has been another fun episode of Nerds It Around. Yeah. This has been your boy, Sebastian. And your boy, Law. Your boy, Tone, from across the hall. With... Course, last but not least, me, Mac. See you guys next week. Take it easy, guys. And play that beautiful bean music in three, two.